Welcome to Wrestling with the Angels, a podcast that hopes to encourage you as we limp along this life together. My name is Zach, and I'm here with my good friend and co-host, Angie. And today we're sans Clint, just like we were sans you last week. Yep. Flying duo. <laughs> I like how you were bobbing your head as I was going through the intro, too. You've got like a, a rhythm to it. Yeah. Clint, Clint wants... He he thinks we should just do like a a recording of the intro, and he was convinced. I don't know if you were a part of this, but he was convinced that I was not playing the outro. Oh no, I remember that. You remember yes, that? Okay, I remember that. And I heard the outro, and I was like, "Man, is that him playing? Because that's amazing." And then <laughs> and then it turned into a joke. So he was like, "Amazing." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I I did want to share. Um, you know so. I have shared certain things um, about myself on this podcast, like I have gone to uh, food to cope with certain stressors or triggers. Yeah. And um, last week I bought a gym membership, my first gym membership ever. I've never had to buy one because at college you kind of it kind of was part of the tuition. And then I work at the crime lab, and on the state police headquarters you've got the. Uh, you, you, there's a gym there that uh, I didn't have to pay for. And uh, so this is my first ever gym membership. Good for you. There are so many of us who have wasted so much money on gym memberships. <laughs> Welcome to the club. <laughs> so seven of the last nine nights, I've went and run at least two miles. Good for you. And I'm eating healthier. I hate myself a little bit. Yeah. It was painful. It hurts. But I just wanted to share that because talking about these things really does help. And, um, that's the whole point of talking about things is to grow, uh, and be a healthier human being, physical, emotional, spiritual. Um, you know, we, if I want to be healthy, I, I can't, um, I can't neglect any of those three things. Yeah. And you, you person. sharing that now inspires me not to waste my gym membership. <laughs> I don't know that my thinking will actually get me through the doors like it did for you, but I'll, <laughs> I'll think about it. Well, it's just one of those things where if you share it with somebody and it, it's one of those things where I got sick of being sick of it, mm -hmm. you know, I got tired yeah. of being tired of it. Yeah. Well, good for you. Um, so last week we talked about empathy. Were you kind of bummed about missing that oh, episode? Man, I was super bummed because that that was going to be a good one, and we had talked, we had texted a lot about what we were going to be talking about, and I was excited about that one. So, yeah. yeah, it was a good episode though. You guys, you guys wrangled it oh, pretty well. Oh, thank you. Yeah, uh, we stole all your. It was good because we stole all your comments. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> I didn't notice. <laughs> Side glance. <laughs> Uh, but today we're talking about personal heroes. Yeah. Um, now, <clears throat> when we first started talking about what we were going to talk about on this episode, and we mentioned personal heroes, I had a first instinct. And that first instinct was, I got to make these heroes awesome because I want to impress <laughs> everyone. What did you have anything like that? That was not my first instinct. My first instinct was who who are my personal heroes, and my second instinct was also some a thought along those lines. Yeah, my first instinct was like, man, I want to impress everyone. I, I don't know that mine was so much impress impress people, but like, who should I be saying is my hero? Like, yeah, and maybe that has something to do with impression. I'd have to explore that thought a little bit. Yeah, more. I don't know. Fear and ego. That's my, that, that's my MO. I am fearful of what others think of me and I want other people to think of that. I'm just the smartest person in the world. And that's silly. 
Yeah, I, I think my second thought had more to do with um, have I chosen the right personal heroes <laughs> for yourself? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, who are your? Who would you consider to be your personal heroes? So, my first instinct, because when we started talking about personal heroes, uh, you know, like I go to the the abstract, like the people that are untouchable heroes, like yeah. the people I'm never going to really have contact Interact with. with. Yeah. Yes, yes. So those are like the first, because when we think about heroes, you think about the ones that you don't, you get to watch from afar, but not really. Right, right. Yeah. So my first thought was um, Elizabeth Gilbert. She's uh, a writer and she writes nonfiction. Yeah, I'll be honest. I don't know who that is. At the, probably the most common thing that you would recognize her for is she wrote Eat, Pray, Love. Oh yeah, I hated that movie. Yeah, um, well, it, it's, it blows my mind that Julia Roberts played her because, like, <laughs> reading a lot of her other books and watching her social media and stuff, like, I don't know, it seemed Julia Roberts seemed like a weird fit to play her. When did that come out? Oh gosh, I don't even know. Yeah, it was ago. at a time where I was only interested in action movies, so that's yeah, why I didn't like she's it. She's actually a fascinating woman an amazing writer. She wrote a book called the last American man about Eustace Conway that I just like, it changed how I view the world. Really? I mean, yes. I mean, it really, and that was a nonfiction book and I just, I love her writing. She was a journalist, a trained journalist before she became a writer, like a, a fiction writer. And so her research is just so thorough. And so I love, and I love just watching her life and how honest she is. Um, she's just so transparent and authentic. And I just, I mean, at least from, Afar, it seems that way. How did you, did you hear about her just from pop culture? How did you first hear about her? Um, I mean, I think I probably watched Eat, Pray, Love years ago and I knew who she was. Mm -hmm. um, but it was really when I read her book on Eustace Conway that I started following her social media and then kind of started to understand her story. And I've read some of her other books since then. And so just to like kind of piece together. If you could name... If you could name a few attributes about her that you that you she's kind of a personal hero for those reasons, what would they be? Um, I would say I noticed she, you said honesty, honesty. Yeah, so I would say she handles the hard things in life with absolute grace and truth. So you know, she had a couple of marriages break up, and then finally, you know, when she found out that the love of her life was dying went straight by her side and, and they stayed by her until she died. And so to watch her grieve, um, and to watch like the friendships that she really invests in well, like she spent a, an entire year just saying I've been financially successful. So all of my dearest friends, she took them on like a vacation of a lifetime. Wow. Um, That's you know, cool. like just making sure that she pours so a good into, friend. Yeah. She's just, she pours into, at least it appears to pours into the right places. Mm -hmm. um, and I really respect that. And, and then I just really respect her writing. I mean, she's just very talented in that. Realm. Do you see her as like, when you say you respect her writing, do you see her as an excellent communicator or um, someone who's intelligent? Like what sticks both out and. about her writing? Um, to both you? and, like I said, she's she's a trained journalist, so she's data oriented. So when she writes a fictional book, she has done <clears throat> a thorough amount of research. And so even with the, the settings, they're all very different, but she's researched something here. Uh, you know what? I listened to one of her writing, um, a book on writing that she wrote. I love her curiosity. Mm, okay. I love that she's curious about the world and she takes the time to really get to know, like to chase those curiosities. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
And, and I, I love and respect how she has done that and then turned it into a craft to like give back to the world. Yeah, that is cool. Um, the, the reason I ask those questions is because something I, I was thinking about who my personal heroes were, my actual personal hero, personal heroes, not the ones I want people to think are right, my right, personal right. heroes. Um, and the things that I found attractive is a weird word to say there, but appealing or, or why I see them as personal heroes is they are attributes or characteristics I want others to see in me. Mm. And I don't know if you identify with that or. Yeah, I would say that I've always considered myself a writer. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a writer before I was a preacher. And I, and I think one of the only reason why I can somewhat preach is because I wrote first. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's, it's all good communication, mm-hmm. right? You see her as a good communicator yes. and that's probably something you want others to see you as, Yes, as yes. a good communicator. Yes. Yeah. And she's got a little bit of a, um, a wild heart and okay. I just can't help myself. See all these ways that you're describing her. I, and I don't know how you'll take them, but I, th- I see them in you. Yeah. I mean, and it might, that might be why I'm drawn to her. Right. Um, you people that you want to strive yourself that maybe you don't see yourself there yet, but I want right. to be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very cool. Do you have any others? Uh, I do. Um, Nadia Bowles Weber. She, she was very influential in how I started to see the church a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really respect her fearlessness. That is a good word for her. Um, yes, yes. I, would say. I really, really respect her fearlessness. And I and I've seen her speak in person. Um, and she, from what I can tell, is the same person standing in front of a room full of people as she is with a room of fifteen people. Um So would you say that she doesn't she's cons- she is consistently the same person no matter Yes, which where she she'll is, also which I feel say like is not talk- very pleasant. I feel like you've t- you've talked about that very thing on this podcast. Yeah, so. yeah, um, yeah. She's not like she'll say I'm not a very nice person, and I've met her in person. <laughs> she's not, um, and I really respect that about her. Like, uh-huh. um, but you have talked about not wanting to. I think the words we use at the time were not wanting to compartmentalize certain mm-hmm. aspects of our life. Yeah, and so that is a desire that you have, and it's it is interesting for me to to kind of see these things together now. Is that I'm seeing the same thing in your personal heroes as I do in mine, mm-hmm. that um, there are certain attributes I want, maybe I don't even have, um, and I, I see them in others, and they become personal heroes to yeah. me. Yeah, and I would say she she's a church planter, so I identify with that, mm-hmm. um, but I really respect her regard for... Um, even in the face of she's a very progressive pastor, but she was non, uh, she didn't move on certain theological issues, even though I think she was probably pressured to, mm. um, but she didn't see every issue. She didn't make every issue a theological issue. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's just a human issue. And I, yeah. I really love her heart for people. That is good. That's mm-hmm. really good. Uh, and it's just so funny to hear you say all these things because I see those things in you. Well, that's um, nice. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. I'll I really go home do. Feeling a little bit better. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not just saying that. Like hearing why you like your personal heroes. Um, those yeah, are so thoughts I have about you. Those are my famous ones. What were your famous ones? Okay, so we're doing famous ones. Okay, I did actually come up with a. I couple. have to say that because you were going to roll in here with like my wife is my hero, and I'm like <laughs> I didn't even get a chance to go there. <laughs> Honestly, she did make the list. Yeah, for certain reasons. But I'll give my famous ones first. Um, Two of my famous ones are uh, Tim Keller, 
which okay. we've talked about. Yeah. Um, and uh, Sinclair Ferguson. I don't now, know. Who you, that pro- is. you probably don't know who that is. He is a pastor. He's written quite a few books. Um, one of the most significant books he wrote that just it waylaid me. It was called The Whole Christ. And um, I, it shifted. I probably had all the thoughts in that book at one time, but I moved away from them. Mm. Um, I became far more concerned with, I don't even know how to put this, but behaviors or mm. actions of certain individuals. And he really brought things back to where, to, to my first love, which was Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, and Brought how you had a sin management. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. It was one of those things where unconsciously and unknowingly I had shifted into my actions actually having an impact on my relationship with God. And mm-hmm. to some degree they absolutely do, but to the degree by which I was placing the emphasis I was placing on those actions and how it was Im- impacting my relationship with God, it was it was in unhealthy ways. Mm. And so he brought me back to show me that God does love me mm. um, despite my failings. That um, How long ago was that? This was, I think, it was right when Clint had Josiah. Okay. And I should know how old Josiah is, but I'm... I, like three or four, isn't he? Yeah, four or five, something like that. So... Yeah, probably around 2016, I think, Okay, is when I read that book. And I mean, I read the footnotes. I read everything. It, it just, it was, a, it was a good book. And so the things I like about them are they, I see them as intellectuals. Mm-hmm. And like they're intellectual in their faith. Um, they are compassionate. They are new, very nuanced. They're the most nuanced guys, especially Tim Keller, mm-hmm. that I have run across. And so they're, they're, they are considering the perspectives of all sides. Yeah. They're not just speaking to one side and rallying a crowd. They actually take hits sometimes because they're they're looking at people that they may even disagree with and say and 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 giving their experience um, in a charitable way. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. It does. I read a book of Timothy Keller's a couple of years ago about um, how we speak about God. Yeah, it I don't was know. about how you I mainly like his Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> and I've I've listened to Speaking of intellectuals. <laughs> <laughs> I have uh I have listened to just about every one of his sermons. Okay. Wow. Um, but he's he's no longer he's Dude, retired how from How many the, sermons have you listened to in your life if you've listened to all those and oh, been a man. churchgoer? There uh, I honestly couldn't tell you cuz there was a time where that was all like that was the only medium I was ingesting wow. were sermons. It's impressive. I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, so those are my famous ones. Give okay. us. Let's hear your. Uh, you have some personal, like, in your life ones. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I have to say, and not have to say is like obligated, but I, I, I mean it when I say my husband. My husband has overcome so many things and just. I've watched, we've been together for 20 years. So we've, you know, pretty much our entire adult lives. We've grown up together. (laughs) So the man that I know now 
if you would have told me that's who he was going to be when I met him when he was 21 years old, mm -hmm. I would have been like, mm, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he probably would have said the same thing about like how he knows me now, yeah, you know, right. you, you can't even estimate it, but to see, you know, he's, he's lost a father and a brother. Mm. We've lost our home in a flood all while he was going through career changes. And he just has done such a good job of being like the anchor mm. for me. Like I am, I am wild and unpredictable. And <laughs> like when things go terribly wrong, I want to burn it down. You know, like that sounds like me. Yeah. Like after the flood, like after the flood, I was like, all right, mm, probably time to get out of here. Yeah. Like, let's just walk away. Right. And he it's was easier that way. Uh, I don't know if it's easier as, as much as like, I, I'm at the time it feels easier. Yes. At the time. Yes, absolutely. At the time it felt like, what are we staying for? Mm -hmm. Like, look at this. Um, and he's just always been such a calm and we're, he picks a route and says, we're going to go this way. Mm -hmm. And the right doors, like the doors that we're supposed to open are going to open. And the ones that are not for us are, are going to close. And we're just going to believe that and keep yeah. walking forward. And it's, it's kept me, I think, um, stable over a lot of just trauma that our marriage has gone through, not like our marriage between the two of us, but just in our family and our life. Uh, so I, I don't know to watch him grow through all of that. And I, he just amazes me. He really does. Would you say that, um, some of the attributes that he has compliments you so that you don't have necessarily what he has, but what he brings to the table is something you need. Oh yes, absolutely. And I, and I would say, you know, there's certain things that I bring that he needs. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's a partnership. Uh, yeah, absolutely. 100%. Um, so my next question is, is that frustrating sometimes Yes. where his strengths are, uh, they're different than yours. And so it, it not only complements well, but sometimes can create friction. Oh yeah. Cause I mean, um, I experienced I that know. in my own marriage. So that's that's why yeah. I was. I don't know how many of our listeners are uh, into the Enneagram, but <laughs> if you were like, my husband and I are both eights. Oh, we are, we yikes. Are, yeah. So we're both eights. So one of the worst things you can do with an eight is make them feel like they're being controlled. <laughs> so for one of, and both of us are very good. We don't put our foot down about things very often, uh -huh. but when we do, it's. It's for a good you're not gonna reason. Pick it, yeah, you're not going to pick it back up. No. Right. And so that can be very complicated. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. And we're both very spirited. So. Uh-huh. My wife is uh, also one of my kind of in my life personal heroes. What I love so much about her are also things that I don't have. And so she compliments me very well. She is one of the most hardest workers Mm. I have ever encountered. Like she just does not quit. Yeah. And I struggle to get started. So mm -hmm. yeah, <laughs> it creates a lot of friction in our marriage, but um, I am a much better person for, because I'm married to her. Yeah. Um, and her work ethic is just unlike any other person I've ever, like she's eight months pregnant. And she's still working a full day at a vet clinic on her feet, seeing patients. And when she gets home, she doesn't quit. That's it's just she's she's constantly working. And um, I'm very impressed by that. that and is I, I wish I had that 
work. See, I'll do the same thing, but I'll be like bitter and resentful the whole time yeah. when I'm doing yeah. the work. And uh, she feels a lot of fulfillment um, from that, which is um, it's good for me to see and have that modeled uh, so that I can try and uh, mimic that. Um, but yeah, she's definitely one of my heroes yeah, for so that you reason. Admire her. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. I've never told her that either. <laughs> <laughs> She'll have to catch this episode. She doesn't listen. To this. There's no way she does this podcast. <laughs> You'll have to turn it on, like turn it on and fast yeah, forward yeah. to this part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's and I would funny. say, uh, my kids, I mean, as much as I admire my husband for everything, like my kids have walked every bit of that mile with us too. Mm. Um, one of the kids that, that we have, uh, he's actually my, my husband's brother's son and he lost his dad, mm. uh, almost two years ago. And so what to watch, like, you know, our, our natural kids and then, you know, my nephew and all of them like kind of grapple with these really real hard life things, loss of mm. home and family and changes of life and what school looked like COVID, like yeah. all those things to so watch them persevere and grow as a result of it. Like, yeah, I want to be like them when I grow up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. All right. Yeah. I have one more and then we'll, we'll, uh, we'll be done. My other one is my grandpa. Uh, he lives in Texas and he is, he's a hundred years old or 101 years old, somewhere around. I'm bad with age. I, I don't know Josiah's age and I don't know my grandpa's age, but he's either at a hundred or over a hundred. Okay. So he's old. Yeah. Um, and he is one of the smartest guys I've ever met. He taught me how to play chess. So, nice. um, keeping that going. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, one of the things I admire most about him is he he's encountered a lot of loss recently within the last 10, 15 years. And the dude is always um, in a good mood. He's I've never seen him angry. I don't trust people that are always in a good mood. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm sure and he's lovely. <laughs> you know, he's a he's an atheist and oh, wow. he doesn't have so he doesn't have my sort of faith spiritual support that I have when I get in a bad mood. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, I think, uh, look at me on the outside and assume I'm always in a good mood, but that's not that's not true. I hide I hide a good bit. I've been trying to be more recently honest about those feelings, but um, it is genuinely something I see in him. It's not a that's it's amazing. not an ego thing yeah. where he's uh, he's putting forth this image of always being in a good mood. He's legitimately always in a good mood. He's a happy person. He's a happy person. That's amazing. Um, and he's never too emotional. Like that's one of the things I admire most about him, but that I don't have in myself is he's almost a stoic. Hmm. Like he's, he's, he's a even, happy stoic. Yeah. He's even keel and my emotions can rage hourly. Yeah. You know, I, I wear my emotions on my sleeves. Um, so that's something I really admire about him. His, mm -hmm. it's almost like a, a happy stoicism, like you said. Yeah. Uh, but do you have any other thoughts before we end Yeah, up? I would say that, you know, those personal, famous, but there's one person that I work side by side with, like, all the time, the pastor that I work with, Patty Hewitt. She is, like, I don't know, she's just one of those amazing people that is so filled with Jesus mm. and, and just loves 
Like sometimes her love is too big for my eightness. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. like she just, she's so earnest in how she loves people uh-huh. that it's too vulnerable. And I have to be like, yeah. I'm going to need a minute. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this and, is making me uncomfortable. Yes. Like she, she's just, she's been like a mom, but a sister oh, and mm. like a, a leader. And she's just, she's just all around an amazing person. She works nonstop. Like I have to pressure her to take vacation um, <laughs> because she cares that much about the church. I mean, genuinely yeah. she doesn't want to be away that long because she cares that much about the people in the church. Right. Um, and when she's at home, like, I don't know even how she does it, but she'll make sure to send thank you cards while sewing a dress for her granddaughter. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know how she does it. She's like, she does all of these things and it's just, I, I'm, I'm amazed by her. So yeah, she's probably the truest best person I've ever known. So I, awesome. I have a lot of regard. Um, and I will never be like Patty, but like, <laughs> but like, I'm so grateful it's I get good to learn she, from her. And it's good that she's in your life. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. I need, I need, I need her. I do. Yeah. And uh, that's something we want to do today. We want to see personal heroes in our close to us, in our own lives, and recognize that we do have God's love, even though we may not see these attributes in ourselves, but that others may actually see them. And until next time, may the Lord make us a channel for His peace.